All right, welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today, we have a special guest. She's a writer for Kook Center and a host of the famous podcast, the famous podcast, Podcast versus Everyone. It's Jeff Neusser. How's it going? It's going great. How about yourself? Uh, awesome. You know, just right. doing, doing dad stuff with my kids and yeah, cause I'm a, I'm of a different generation than you. Having a good one. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So happy signing day. Let's just get right into it. Cool. What, what were your impressions of Nick Rolovich and his first class at WSU? Yeah, I thought he did pretty great, to be honest. And, you know, a week ago, I wasn't sure that was going to be the case because, uh, you know, he had been on the job for a couple of weeks. They hadn't really gotten any commitments and it, it was it was sort of, OK, you know, how's this going to turn out? And then, uh, you know, in the last couple of days, picked up five or six commitments, flipped a couple guys, uh, including, you know, of course, the the corner. And I know I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, Oywak or. Yeah, that's a rough know. name. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know, the kid from Kent. So, uh, you know, to, to flip him was, I I think a pretty big deal. Uh, keep a talented kid in state. Um, you know, kid that obviously didn't go to Washington was headed to Arizona, uh, to get him and then, you know, get a couple kids, uh, who's, uh, who are from Samoa, one from a junior college, one who's actually in Samoa at the moment. Um, I think those are pretty huge things, you know, kind of gets us excited for the fact that maybe we can, um, start getting that talent from there coming over again. Um, I think all in all about as good as you could expect from uh you know the the short the short time period that you have to put it together and then they only lost one kid from the early signing period who wanted to you know be released and go somewhere else so i i think you know when you put it all together um you know i think you feel real good i think the guys that he signed today uh add to the class uh and are either at or above uh the average talent level that you already had in the class and i think i think that's what you really hope for yeah, no, I was thrilled when we finally got a cornerback because we haven't had a decent cornerback in years. Yeah. And she's a four-star, right? Four-star recruit? Yeah, so he's rated four star by uh by twenty four seven sports. So they they're they you know, all these different services have their own evaluators. They evaluate him at four stars. ESPN and Rivals evaluated him at three stars. So he's by their composite metric where they kind of put all those together, he's a three star, but um twenty four seven is really high on him and, and he's really soared up their recruiting rankings to uh and and the main reason why was, you know, kind of his senior year. Yeah, they they felt like he had a really, really good senior year. They reevaluated him a couple times and and so that's how he ended up ranked that high so um hopefully that's the guy we're we're really getting because obviously we need help there immediately we definitely do that could not have you can't say that any better <laughs> i just keep flashing back to that ucla game that was yeah yeah watch that it, person it was definitely um a very glaring weakness for the team. Um, and, and I think, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see it. You know, there's, there's a part of me that thinks they weren't very well coached back there either. Um, and, and that there was a real drop off in, uh, not, not just talent, but, you know, technique. And I, you know, I'm certainly no coach and, um, I can't really, you know, say that, uh, you know, I can evaluate with any kind of real rigor, uh, what kind of technique they were using. But, you know, when I watched those guys and, and could see their athleticism, you know, it, it didn't certainly didn't seem like there was that much uh, of a drop off from previous years. And um, so hopefully that's the case. And hopefully the guys they, they have brought in uh, to coach them, uh, you know, can maybe coach them up a little bit better. Right. OK. 
So he, our coach, Nick Rolovich, just assembled his staff. Do you know, is the majority of it from Hawaii? Did he just bring on his the, whole staff over? Yeah, on the offensive side, yeah. Mostly Hawaii guys on the offensive side. Uh, three defensive coaches, include the coordinator, came from Wyoming. Uh, there's another coach, defensive coach, that came from, from Hawaii, Ricky Logo. Uh, he's the, he's the connection to Samoa. So we'll, we'll see if we can, uh, again, like I said, really tap back into that, um, you know, those Samoan kids were really sort of the foundation of our uh, defensive line for, for so many years during those, the really good run under Leach. Uh, and, and once they all sort of, you know, grew up and aged out and, you know, exhausted their eligibility, I think this was the first year where really all those guys uh, had finally moved on. And, and I think you saw a big difference. So hopefully that's the case that, uh, that, you know, maybe going and getting those guys from that, uh, from that part of part of the planet uh, can bolster the defensive line in a way that, you know, we seem to really have a difficult time doing just recruiting traditionally in the States. Right. All right. That is, I hope everything works out. Let's just, yeah. Okay. So do you think anyone from this class will step in and be a starter from day one? You know, that's always a tough one to say. Uh, I think definitely on defense, there's, there's a much, 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 much greater chance of that on defense. Um, you know, on offense, you have so many guys coming back. Obviously, you're going to have a new quarterback. Um, but I think that's probably going to be either Cam Cooper or Gunnar Cruz. I, I'd be a little surprised if Delora was able to come in, um, especially when he's not enrolling early. Um, if he was able to come in and, and win that quarterback job and then your receivers, you know, you got a lot of experience at receiver. Um, I don't see any of these uh you know freshmen as sort of immediate impact guys and then and then your offensive linemen um you know the kinds of linemen we recruit are typically lighter guys who need to put on some weight so uh you know you're probably looking internally there but on defense you know there's lots of opportunities there particularly in in the secondary particularly at corner so um there may very well be a chance for for one of these freshmen um you know brought in a couple corners obviously today uh maybe a real chance for one of those guys uh to get in get in on the action right away for sure all right that would be great i would love to see some new blood in the defense and then um in his press conference he brought up how many days were left until the apple cup do you think we have a better chance of winning the apple cup this year with the chris peterson less less huskies yeah i'd say it probably has more to do with that (laughs) than anything else uh, that, you know, that Peterson's gone. Who knows what, what, you know, kind of transition Washington's going to go through with Jimmy Lake as the coach. Um, you know, I, I'm one that doesn't put, you know, a ton of emphasis on, or, or like a lot of people try to read a lot into a lot of different things. You know, oh, we don't have enough kids from Washington on our roster or, you know, Mike Leach is just too stubborn or, you know, uh, you know, kind of all of those things. And, and I do think maybe there's, there's some of that, some of the criticism of Leach, I think is maybe a little bit fair. Um, I think that, you know, the air raid definitely, if you're facing a certain kind of personnel on defense uh, and, and mainly what it comes down to is, is, you know, can your five linemen block three or four of them? And if you can't, uh, then you don't really stand much of a chance. And and that's, I think, you know, largely what happened to us over the years against Washington is we really could not handle their defensive line, uh, could not block four or even three of them with five guys. Um, and if you can't do that, then the math just doesn't work out on the other yes. end. If you've got seven or eight guys in coverage um, against, you know, five,
five receivers or four receivers. Um, you know, it's very, very difficult to find open guys. And then when you're doing that against, you know, defensive players who are, you know, very athletic and, uh, pretty rangy and pretty long, just the holes that you're able to throw into are, uh, you know, just a lot smaller. And so I, I think that that tended to do, uh, tended to have more to do with it than anything else. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think the hope is that maybe without Peterson that, that the Huskies maybe tail off a little bit. Um, and then I think, you know, maybe, you know, there's, there's some hope that, you know, Rolovich with his offensive scheme, uh, maybe that's a little bit different. I do know that they make a bit of a more of a point out of running the ball. Um, they will run the ball with purpose versus, you know, the air raid where you would run with, you know, basically opportunity. Um, so maybe, you know, running with purpose and, and maybe being a little more creative offensively, you know, the air raid is just doing the same thing over and over and over again and trying to find a spot on the field where a guy can get open. Um, you know, Rolovich's run and shoot Kim is, is a bit more dynamic. It's a bit more versatile vertical. Um, and my sense is that, you know, from game to game, it can be a little more creative. So, you know, I think if you put all those things together, um, you know, maybe you have a little better chance in, and in particular this first year, you know, I mean, I think Jimmy Lake obviously took a lot of pride in shutting down the air raid year after year after year. Well, now he's got to prepare for something different, prepare for something new, um, something that perhaps isn't quite as predictable. So yeah, we'll see. I, I do think the chances are better. I don't know that it's as simple as, you know, any one thing, but, um, but you know, nowhere to go, but up, right. <laughs> we haven't yeah, won that, one. Definitely. <laughs> we haven't won one in a long time. So yeah, I'd love to see one, but hopefully, or, yeah, I hope, I hope you get to see one because it's pretty great. Yeah. You're well, just gonna have to trust me on that. I will take your word for it. I will take <laughs> your word for it. But speaking on the apple cup, we play you dub in basketball on Sunday. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about our chances of beating them? And then what do you think of Kyle Smith currently? Well, I think Kyle Smith's doing an amazing job. Um, you know, he took over a, a pretty, pretty bad dumpster fire yeah, of a program. Um, Ernie can't really ran it into the ground. Just, just, you know, had no real plan. You know, it was pretty clear. He was just sort of mailing it in. Um, the program was full of dysfunction. You know, players couldn't stand him. Um, lots of backstabbing among players. Like, like it was just, it was a bad, bad, bad situation. And so, uh, you bring in Smith and, and basically, you know, turns over two thirds of the roster. Um, and, and you see already that so many of those guys that he brought in are already contributing. Um, you know, and, and, and when you take into account the injuries that they've had it's truly remarkable what they've been able to do uh it, you know if if they had you know spiraled into a you know one win pack 12 season you would still go well you know i mean jalen shed was supposed to be a starter Dion james was supposed to be a starter slash sixth man you know Koontz has been hurt and you know i mean they've just they've had they've had you know cannon's been hurt i mean they've had dudes injured all over the place guys who were supposed to play a lot of minutes um so you would sort of be like, well, you know, maybe they have a little bit of an excuse and, and yet they just keep finding ways to win some of these games. Um, you know, I think when it's all said and done, there's still going to be like a, like a six, maybe seven win, uh, pack 12 team. But, you know, given everything they face, given the roster turnover, you know, just given all of it put together to win six or seven games, especially when the league is a little better this year than it has been. Um, it's a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. So, uh, so yeah, that's the first thing I think Kyle Smith 
is doing an incredible job. I think everything we've seen so far indicates he's the right guy for the job. I mean, you know, time will tell, you know, as years go by, if, if he can sustain this, but, uh, the turnaround is immediate and dramatic. Uh, and you know, if you just watch him, I mean, you can see they've got a clue, you know, <laughs> when you watch Ernie Kent coach and you watch his team, you were just like, do they have any idea what they're doing really on either end of the floor? Uh, these guys do, these guys do, they play, you know, they, they, the offense is getting better. Uh, the defense plays with a purpose, and, and you can really see in a lot of cases what they're trying to do. So, yeah, very, very impressed so far. Uh, as far as Sunday goes, you know, Washington's going to be a really, really tough matchup. And I know, you know, they're going through some pretty huge struggles right now, but they're going to present a lot of the issues that, um, that Arizona presented. They're very long. Uh, they're very quick. Uh, they're going to deny you know, a lot of stuff around the basket. Um, and so games, games where the other team can expose, uh, sort of our lack of athleticism, um, which, you know, is, is, is where we're at sort of most spots on the floor right now. Uh, you know, when a team can expose that, uh, it's, it's a real uphill battle for us. So, you know, I do think they can win the game. Uh, but I do think that, you know, the odds are, are definitely in Washington's favor, um, given that they're going to, you know, they're going to pack in that zone. Um, our three point shooting has been better since league play started. So, so that's something that, you know, maybe can come through with us or, or for us, but, um, yeah, it's going to be real tough sledding against that defense. And I, I think it's really going to come down to, uh, you know, what we're able to do defensively, whether we're able to generate some turnovers and maybe get some easy buckets going the other way, uh, before, you know, Washington can set up the defense. And then another thing just kind of that I would keep an eye on is the offensive rebounding for the Cougs. You know, that was something they really focused on earlier in the year. They've really kind of gotten away from that, uh, as Pac-12 play has started, which, you know, makes some sense. They're facing more athletic front lines. Uh, but, you know, Washington with that zone, they are prone to give up offensive rebounds. So it'll be interesting to see if we maybe, um, you know, try to try to purposefully go get some offensive rebounds again to uh, maybe mitigate some of the, the length and athleticism that Washington has defensively. All right. Sweet. That was some great analysis. Thanks. What would, yeah. What would you say the biggest surprise of this season has been for the Cougs? Yeah, I, I think the biggest surprise has been the fact they've been able to hold it together even despite all the injuries. Um, you know, and that has a lot to do with the freshmen who are playing. Uh, you know, you're seeing really DJ great minutes. Noah. Yeah. DJ Rodman and Noah Williams both, um, you know, have played exceptionally and, and they, you know, Noah Williams played right out of the gate. Um, and he has sort of shown, you know, showed immediately what he brought to the table. Uh, you know, real long rangy defender, um, skilled passer, still got a little bit of work to do as far as, you know, finishing skills, uh, scoring skills, but, um, he can make a, you know, he can make a layup and he, and he can dunk the ball. So those things yes, are great. Yeah. And then with Rodman, um, man, he is a really, really excellent defender. Um, and, and I know he can shoot the three. I know he hasn't done it a whole lot this year, but I know, I know that the coaching staff was real, real high on his shooting ability when they brought him in. So, um, the shooting that we've seen the last couple games where he's hit a couple threes, hit a handful of threes. Um, I know that's what they expect going forward. So, you know, I think when you, you look at those two guys and even Mark Ovetsky right now is coming along, you know, I really think when you, when you put all those guys together, um, and see what they are able to do and the way they've grown through the year. And then just, again, the way that um, they've been able to sort of hold it together, even while facing so much adversity. Um, I think that's that's definitely been the, the biggest and most pleasant surprise. All right. Thank you. That's all the questions I have for now. But where can the listeners find you and reach you? 
Yeah, so uh KoogCenter.com is where kind of everything uh lives for us. You know, I do some writing there and uh also, you know, have the podcast with uh Craig Powers podcast versus everyone. Uh we'll have uh, have an episode here dropping tomorrow on Thursday, uh, you know, kind of recapping the signing class. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at, at podvs everyone. Uh that's it's a it's ostensibly the show's Twitter handle, but it's it's mostly me. So uh yeah, that's that's where you can find the stuff. All right. Thanks. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do here? I, mean, I get him a prostitute? What do you 